All right, guys. If you had to change the gender and get to third base with any horror monster, what would you pick? Where are you I'm going sorry. with these? <laughs> and I, tangent. I can't even <laughs> imagine what like a gender change on some of these folks would look like. So oh, I can. Well, you, yeah. See, it sounds like you got something in mind. I'm into this. All right, let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to Gender Swap with Garrett. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's the best response to me saying that creepy into a mic ever. Um, wow. I, mean, I would probably go with a humanoid. Yeah, humanoid sure. is fair. <laughs> if you need somewhere to start. You're not gonna you're not gonna start out with like a reverse gender chud. It's not gonna be fish man slash fish lady. Like, no. I guess it'd that. be uh Michelle Myers. Michelle, Michelle Myers. <laughs> well, I guess they do show his face. Okay. Lady Myers. Yeah. I might go with Lady Hellraiser. Just put oh. a bag over the well, na- needles. Seen... Mark, I don't think you could handle Lady no. Hellraiser. <laughs> we've right. seen female Cenobites. Yes, we have. Um, yes, we maybe. have. That's, that's an interesting pick. Okay. My problem is the pain aspect. You know, I mean, it could be some kinky shit, but like yeah. you got, you've got that pain aspect and that's not going away. No. Gender swapped or not. Clamps. You're getting your shit fucked up. So <laughs> I feel like I'm going to steer away from the Hellraiser <laughs> aspect of this. That's fair. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like Freddie would have a lot of fun, you know. But she's a she'd be a burn victim. Yeah, Freddie was my okay first thought that? too. But then I was like, oh, oh the I burn totally didn't even skin think about that. part. Yeah. Yeah. So like at least Hellraiser is just nails in the face. Is that all? <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Right, <laughs> just nails. No other weirdness going yeah. on. Um, I feel like it needs more thought. Can we come back to this later on? Okay, perhaps in another episode. <laughs> we'll get your answer. In like a year. I need to really think about this. This is... Yeah, this, this I'm going to need time. sketches and... I'm going to need a team working <laughs> yeah. around the clock on this. Just a quick note about today's episode. This is part two of our remakes reboots discussion. We recommend you listen to part one first. However, it's not required to follow along. If you want to enhance your experience with this episode, we recommend you view the 2007 remake of Halloween and 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Enjoy. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. My name's Mark, and again, joined by John and Garrett, and we're moving into part two of our reboot remake discussion. Rob Zombie's 2009 remake of Halloween. Yeah. And that's right. Rob Zombie from the band White Zombie. Give us a rundown on the story on this one. John, take it away. Um, Michael Myers is... I don't what do you think, sixth grade? He's a kid, some kind of kid age, and he's a bully in school, Also, or he's bullied in school. He's not a bully, and um, he's a psychopath. He kills uh, some kid who's picking on him. He kills his rat. He then kills his parents, who are terrible, terrible parents. Oh, we're going to get into the parents, because yeah. I had real issues like, with this. Like, the mom's all like, oh, everything's going to be different. Now I'm going to go strip, and uh, then he kills his Hey, hey, there's no reason to believe strippers here. There's <laughs> Fair a lot enough. Of great strippers out there. You know, she had a big, kids. she was the most loving of his family members, I suppose. So then he kills his dad and he kills his sister and his sister's boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. He gets a baseball bat to the head. Yeah. Then he, they put him in an insane asylum, as you do. And uh, then you watch his degradation. Like, yeah. You, you watch like the breakdown of his mental psyche in that for 
what seemed like a long time. Yeah, was, Danny Trejo's in it, which is cool. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's good to you, Mikey. Um, the mother was played by Cheryl Moon Zombie. Is that yeah, correct? Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon Zombie. Oh, okay. I, I love that. the fact that she's all. Um, what do you mean my kid's killed 47 animals and he has photos of them and he's got a dead cat in his locker? Perfectly normal. And then she's like, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out tomorrow, Freddie. You know, I gotta go strip. <laughs> not Freddie, uh, sorry. That uh, principle, Michael, like... Michael. I try not to pick out things because these are all really dumb movies, honestly. But that principal had a dead animal in his desk on the off chance that he would have to call you know, Michael's mom, right? He only called Michael's mom because he said, fuck you or whatever in the bathroom. So he's like, well, I'm here. I also been storing I like this. to imagine that after he said that, they searched his locker that's what and I was found like backpack or something. One of these like days, that. Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> how I pictured days. it. They just stored it in his desk. Like. Secretary's like, uh, sir, you you need to really Febreze that office <laughs> like here. The day will come. Like dead cat, literally dead cat. <laughs> so yeah, there's, uh, then, yeah, the he movie's kind of broken up in two, in two yeah. parts too because we had that whole origin right. like you were talking about. And then it becomes kind of almost a remake of the original Halloween. Yes. Um, so 50 minutes in is whenever we get to the plot of the first right, film. Then he breaks out and he goes back to find his sister. And and I actually was kind of into the whole beginning of like seeing the uh, the new stuff, you know? like Yeah, I didn't like that at all. You didn't like none of it. No, I really preferred the original, which he just kills a couple of people and he steps outside and his parents are... It's all a real normal household because to me it's like, man, see, evil could just be anybody. The, in the original, right. he was just a kid. I mean, he was not abused or... He was just a little kid who went crazy and, you're and killed a bunch right. of people. Well, we I don't totally... know what happened to Michael in the original. I mean, he could have had like a really shitty Fair. childhood on but... a very superficial level, at but least. But it was very like you didn't know, and that was what yeah. kind of made it kind of creepy. It was like, but the original does posit the idea of Michael does not know the difference between right and wrong. He's right. just killing, and he doesn't understand. And yeah. this remake definitely loses that. And yes, exactly. Here it's like, oh, he's evil because all this evil <laughs> shit happened to him. And I don't know that I he's really got a, dig that. He's I, got a really creepy, abusive, like, stepfather. Like, his mom is like, okay, oh, God. They live in a huge, massive house with a pool. On stripper dollars. On stripper dollars. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Strippers make some good money, yo. But the thing is, like, that dude's, like, not working. Is he like, getting compensation? Do you I think he's know. getting work? I don't know. He's I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really research his, uh, his financials. Fine, maybe he's on disability. Yeah. But still, that's a big house. But and he's a very nice town. Like, And I thought it was... I. I thought it was okay to show that his like his home life was kind of garbage and that he really did have like some really like messed up tendencies. Like yeah. the thing with the rat, hard to watch, but it was like, oh, okay, he yeah. might be a little messed up. But the fact that they went so much into the home life, they talked yeah. so much about the relationship between the the parents and the sister and the daughter and the baby and the, the mom shows up to school and, and doesn't... I'm sorry, no parent ever shows up to school and is like, oh, okay, so you found a dead animal yeah. like tortured in my like son's backpack or walker. And she's like, D- you like calling me in here, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we clearly have some school, like, really before. defensive. Yeah. She's like, can't you get your school in check? And it's like, yeah, yo, he's not the one bringing dead animals to school. Right. It's he's, like, it's like, lady, we've had forty minutes to watch your family be shitty. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm we're gonna to we're get gonna my, vote on the side of the school on this one. My school in check by getting your kid out of here. He's weird, man. Yeah, I feel like the fifty minute intro um, could have been a little bit better if we had cut out, kind of like you guys said, cut out some of the family stuff. Yeah. So we really don't know how messed up his home life is. But if we had started it where he like, like, you know, like the news report of like, 
Michael Myers killed like his entire family, and then we started it with him and Loomis in the the, uh, the asylum, yeah. And then watching Loomis watch the like complete breakdown of like a pretty messed up possible possible messed up kid who really didn't know the difference between yeah. right and wrong to a completely soulless, just like vacuous like person. I think I might like that better. That would have been much more impactful because you're gonna be like, oh, something crazy happened. Wow, this dude is losing it. Okay, this dude is gone, and then he just becomes like what he becomes. I think that would have worked a lot better than really digging into thirty minutes of like the abuse sure. of home life. When I say I like that stuff, is like I immediately got to the point, John, that you said that we're losing that he doesn't understand right and wrong and all that. But they stayed there for such a long time that I started to go, okay, this movie is going to be something totally different. And then minute fifty, boom, we're into the original script, right? So then I was like, oh, all right. So we that was really just a lot of backfill story stuff for the audience to flesh out this character. Um, but yeah, when I like what you're saying, Garrett. Yeah. Strip that out and just start at the insane asylum. Yeah, I mean, definitely have like an event, a very Something. tragic event. And we could even allude to, you know, like maybe there was some crazy stuff in his home. But the not knowing why he chose to do that really always made Michael Myers just exceptionally yeah. creepy. You're like, ooh, what set him off? And Danny Trejo is like the only guy in the asylum yeah, that I was really thinking it would have been cared cool about him at all. Maybe to <laughs> see like Michael through Danny Trejo's eyes for a couple of minutes, like through the years or some other different take on it. Plus I love Danny Trejo, so I'm uh, glad more they didn't do him. that though because uh, Malcolm McDowell played uh, he Dr. Did a Loomis great job. and he did such an amazing job. I was glad that Loomis was the 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 um, linchpin point between us and Michael Myers for such a long time yeah, because we really fair. he really kind of um, explained you know like hey he's devolving into what he's going to be eventually and I think McDowell did a really good job of you know portraying that but again I think if we got too much in the because like Danny the Danny Trejo character is like a janitor or he's like a caretaker <laughs> yeah there. did you think he was going to survive because there was a moment where I was like is he he's going to let him live because he's only yeah. a nice one oh my they roommate could. was pissed my roommate was so pissed when like, <laughs> Cat was like pissed too. Michael Myers killed him she was like why would he I was like because, because that he actually is... is one of the points of the film that goes back to he doesn't know right or wrong right they good and bad they actually like, wanted Danny Trejo the studio did to survive and Rob Zombie was like no we've got to kill him to show that he's just a killing machine he's like, gone yeah. yeah which I think that was the best choice I agree I do agree but see this is okay this brings up a one of the very few problems I had with this movie and um, because I enjoyed this remake quite a bit and Rob Zombie films are always a little hit or miss for me but I really, really liked this remake of Halloween. I agree. It's my favorite that we've watched. It was it was just exceptionally well done all around. But one thing that really bothered me is he killed Trejo. Like he, I mean, not yeah. that he killed Trejo, but like the fact that he like literally was like, okay, cool, I'm just a killing machine. Yeah. Like he has, he doesn't know the difference, right and wrong, or remorse, stuff like that. But this whole going back for his sister thing. And then takes his mask off. And then he and takes his mask off and just kind of chills like, hey, like, like you couldn't tell, like, is he sorry? He Does gives he just her the picture, his... and she obviously doesn't recognize herself as a child right. in, in Michael's arms. Exactly. and But it just kind of really, like, devolved that character into, like, oh, everything was because he cared about his little sister. And it was like... Wait, what? Yeah, what? yeah. So I for those who haven't seen this, uh, one of the, the uh, story points on this is that um, when Michael murders his entire family, he leaves his baby sister to live. And I guess once he goes to the insane asylum, she gets put into an adoption home. Well, no, the, like the a, cop says that he left the baby out of the report because yeah. he didn't want the, the kid to li- grow okay. up living with the, the idea that his mom... Because actually he leaves... So when Michael Myers kills his family... 
the stripper mom's working at the yeah. strip club, but Michael leaves the baby alive. The mom comes home, gets the baby, then the mom kills herself because she's watching Michael Myers become like the, the devil. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, he kills while that nurse or whatever. While he's in yeah. the asylum, yeah. he murders a nurse with a fork. Which, yes. And then the mom kills herself, and then the cop says, I didn't want this baby growing up with the knowing the history of what happened. So she so, has no knowledge of this brother exactly. who's a murderer. He, he drops the baby off at another town's hospital, and then the baby ends up getting adopted by a family who lives back <laughs> oh, in Haddonfield. So what are the odds? Yeah, yeah, just who would have thought? But so yeah, so but how did he know? How did he know? Because well, Michael, I don't think he knew. I was Michael's thinking introduction that? to the well, he yeah. smells some things. Like when he first like runs into her, yeah. like I don't think he knows who she is. But like when he first like run, he picks up the mail and smells it. And then he kind of like oh, because she dropped the letter in yeah, the door. Yeah, she drops the, the letters in the and door. He's in the and then house he, at the I think time. he kind of recognized it. I think that's what we were supposed to get out of that because okay. it really because after that he starts following her specifically yeah. after he kind of does that weird smell thing. So I think that was the we're supposed to be like oh he he recognizes that. And for those and who compared- haven't seen it, the the main girl, the, the sister of Michael Myers, is the Jamie Lee Curtis character in the. She original. did a good job, I think. I man, see that's one of my points with this movie mm-hmm. is I wasn't endeared to these three girls, the main three girls, yeah, as I was I to the them. Jamie I Lee Curtis. I liked them better than like both of them. I don't know, <laughs> but they were much they were much cuter. <laughs> I will say in that. The, uh, <laughs> in the original, I watched it last night to kind of refresh myself. I forgot how much of it is just a slow motion chase. He's oh, just yeah. driving his car. One, it's weird to see Michael Myers drive a car. Two, he's just driving his car around this town for like 35 minutes. He stands around a lot, too. <laughs> yeah. There's very little Cut to him and the Lubies just having a fucking blue place. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we got to eat, you know? They were not trying very hard. Fish. Yeah. They weren't trying very hard to capture him because he was not hiding in any real You think there would way. be some cop drive by? Hey, who's that dude in the jumpsuit and mask? Yeah. Or, huh. They stole a state car. Still has all the state decals on it. And we'll just never find it. It's impossible to locate. Speaking <laughs> of that mask, they did a great job. Did you like what they making, did with that? I loved the way the mask looked in this. It was so and the new one. Yeah. Yes, it was I so agree. like originally iconic, but they did tweak it up enough to where it was like, ooh, it's a little more intimidating than I remember. Yeah. It's all kind of broken up and old. He didn't go rob because in the original yeah. he just robs like a tool. Store, yeah, you know, hardware yeah. store. This is another case where they have to explain. They just explain so much. Like I didn't really care where he get his jumpsuit from, and here they showed that he beat up that guy taking a shit to get a jumpsuit. Yeah. It's like you know, and originally just showed up with a jumpsuit. All right, cool. Or they robbed the store. It was like a cutaway kind of thing. So I think, yeah, I think if we took out like maybe 15, 20 minutes of like yeah, learning about really his like long. childhood at the beginning, started with him in the asylum after something terrible happened. We watched Loomis watch him, de- you know, deteriorate into nothing, and then he gets out, and then we kind of remake the original Halloween, which I was fine with. Um, I thought it was really cool um, that they kind of stayed true to the original yeah. story. But man, Michael was... Michael is also such a blank slate. Like, there's no screwing up the personality, right? right. Because he doesn't have. One. Well, that's why when he they, they made him kind of kneel down and show the picture of kind of like we're family, yeah, I was like, wait, what is? Work. I was yeah. like, because in the original, he had no hesitation. He was trying to kill her. Through, I mean, he suddenly couldn't aim worth shit, but he yeah. did seem like he was trying. That's some the... of the only character building for this monster. Well, that, that was my big problem with the moment he did that. Every time he's chasing her, I was like, "What? Why is he chasing her? Does he want her back? Right. Does he want to kill her? What's his goal? Does he want like?" At that point, I was like, "Well, I would before I I was un- to understand that he was just going to kill anybody and everybody because he is a demon, right?" 
And then he immediately picks up the chase again after she uh, looks at the picture of her as a baby in Michael's arms. And then she stabs him in the neck with a knife and runs out of the, the area she's being Which is in. fair. You're being held captive by a crazy right. monster No, no man, not her you know, part. Like, but then, like, Michael's all back into murder mode. Yeah, I was like, why? Is he upset? Like, the thing is, is like, if you're going to, if you're going to make us accept his motivations, if you're going to spend all this time getting us to understand his motivations or lack of motivation of why he does something... Then why why change that at yeah. minute like you know like hour and like forty five minutes out of a two hour movie? It was like because at that point I was like, well, what's your end goal here? Like if he's gonna kill her, that's fine. But I thought he cared, you know. Like it was such a a moment that ruined Michael Myers' motivation for me that that was one thing I had a hard time getting past towards the end of that movie. I had a real problem with the fact that you know they 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 make Michael endeared to Lori. And then they just kind of abandoned immediately. And it was yeah. like, why? I was like, again, at that point, everything that I was to understand about the character flew right out the window. And then there's a sequel that he made with the same characters, and he's going after Lori again. And I'm like, well, well, why? Again, I haven't seen the sequel yet. I haven't either. I was going to watch it last night and then fell asleep instead. But It looks... We watched the trailer, and I have... a. I have a lot of problems with the trailer, so I'm pretty positive <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy the the second Rob Zombie one. But well, let's get to the end of this one, and then you can kind of fill us in on what you yeah. saw in the sequel. So, so, so when a Loomis, she meets up with Malcolm McDowell's Doctor Loomis, yep. right? She falls into a uh, an empty swimming pool full of leaves, and then uh, for some apparent reason can't get out. Well, she like she it was like a fifteen around. foot deep you know, pool I for some about reason. This. It's the deep end, and as it becomes no, shallow, it goes up. Right? But you got to think she's running at full speed. She, she fell falls. into a pool that hurt. Like you're gonna take a you're gonna yeah. take a moment to kind right? of like and, okay. And she fell. It looked like she fell into the shallower end and kind of rolled into oh, the okay. Because I you thought might be right. uh, I thought that she just ran and fell into the deep end, and I was like, he should be dead. But Cat noticed that she fell into the shallower end and rolled. I was like, okay. oh, okay. So um, they meet up. Loomis puts a bullet into Mike. Three bullets. Three bullets. And then, um, oh, it's all over. No, it's not. Michael stands up and then he kills Loomis. Well, he doesn't kill Loomis. Loomis lives. That's the thing. Is cause, like, oh, right. Because okay. he, 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 he drags Loomis inside. Right. The girl runs inside. Lori runs inside to get away from Michael Myers. Stupid then- move. That's what I said. I had a problem with her running into a house she can get trapped in. Can you tell me what neighborhood she lives in that she could just run around screaming for help and everyone's like, ah, it's fine. It's Halloween. Halloween, They're all drunk on candy corn. I mean, this does not look like a wild neighborhood that she lived in. And everyone, at least in the first movie, they just dealt with it. She ran up to this person's house and this person's like, I'm not getting involved and closed the shades. Here, they're just like, everyone's out for some reason. (laughs) The whole block. So yeah, Loomis gets drugged inside by Michael Myers because Laurie's back inside. So he goes in there. Loomis is not dead because Loomis grabs onto Michael's feet to try to like yeah, stop him, him from chasing Laurie. And then of course he can't do it because he's all fucked up. And then um, Michael starts tearing up the house looking for Laurie. He eventually like she's got the gun still from Loomis. Um, long story short, uh, Malcolm McDowell is like all messed up on the floor, and then. She has a gun and is firing at him at the end of a hallway. And then Michael Myers just bum rushes her and knocks her out the window. And they, they both, both fall on yeah. the balcony, right? And they're both laying on the ground. And then she gets up with the gun, straddles him, and then tries to fire off a couple of shots in his face. And, of course, they're blank firing. And then right as he wakes up and grabs her hand, she fires a three fifty seven right into his face. And then she freaks out and screams. And then roll credits. Like, that's the end of it. Which, don't get me wrong, I get it. 
after all that and you blow someone's face off with a 357, I'd scream too. I mean, I like to yeah, imagine definitely. I'm tougher than that, but that's a pretty crazy night. She was screaming through the whole thing, even when she's trying to be quiet but in the scream house. Queen, dude. Yeah, scream that's queen. the deal with, I mean, with I mean, Halloween. It's all scream, scream queen, queen, man. Your instinct to survive should override your mouth. You would think, but okay, think about in the original where Jamie Lee Curtis was hiding in that closet. She had this like really great plan. She opened a fake door to pretend she ran out. She went and hid in the closet, and the whole time she's like, whimpering. Ah, ah. <laughs> so her plan immediately fell apart because she couldn't shut up for three seconds. They need to go to a defense class where they learn not to whimper yeah. when there's danger around. Just bite well, your really lip That's really easy to say when you're not being <laughs> chased true. by Michael yeah. Myers, you guys. <laughs> I mean, enough. that's true. I probably would have wet myself and then the trail of pee would have found me in like the Like for a second, I was so proud. I was like, look at this smart idea that someone in a horror movie is having, you know, creating a fake exit or nope. And then it all fails. Immediately fucks it up. Well, this one, yeah. This one, I think, is a successful remake. Um, I agree. They add to and they change it up just enough um, to make it interesting. One thing that, from a technical standpoint, I had a real problem with, and I know why, I'm pretty sure I know why they did it, is whenever you look at Michael Myers, or there's something about to like happen where you're about to get killed, the camera does this shake. Oh, yeah. It does this like, really that. weird kind of shake. And honestly, For every hit. Yeah, the I noticed, shit, and it's, it's one of those things they do to kind of like, it unstabilizes the audience's yeah. viewing and makes you feel like unnervy and stuff like that. But the cameraman did that to such a degree. In this movie, that like every time something started happening, the camera shook so much. I was like, I can't yeah. focus on anything that you're doing at this point because it was just so violently shaking. And I, yeah, they could have cut that down a little right. bit. The just shaky cam tad. was everywhere back then. That was like, this, no, this isn't like like handy cam where you're like mm. running and, and it's shaking because you're like, this is like a vibration. This is like off. literally like someone was like shook it like a baby. You know, it was just yeah. like, well, you're not supposed to shake babies, but you know, <laughs> like the, the term shake it like a baby, yes. you know, so like, it was like just a Polaroid like, picture. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But um, that was a big Garrett's problem. not going to provide any baby care <laughs> advice. For all your babysitting needs, call Lori, Lori and Garrett. No. Yeah. Do not follow any of his advice. Thank you. But um, yeah, so that was a big problem I had because I was just from a technical point. It was like it made it so difficult because it was like these great, well shot scenes. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a great framed scene. And then it started shaking so violently. I was like, well, I'm a little bit. I agree. So that, if you, that could have been if you have a problem with that kind of stuff, be prepared that in this it's Halloween remake, <laughs> Zombies cameraman definitely loves that like little shake anytime yeah. action. The cinematography in the first Halloween, I was really taken aback. Yeah. I was like, this is super, Carpenter super knows great. his shots. Yeah, it He's was like it. so good. But my biggest pet peeve of the first Halloween, and it's the stupidest thing, but it really just stuck with me the whole movie. In the very beginning, when he's going to kill his sister and her boyfriend, they uh, they go upstairs to have sex, right? And then three seconds later, he's on the stairs getting dressed while like he's saying goodbye to her. That man hit it and quit it so fast. He's he a was, teen, man. He's just ready to pop. Bro, but he wasn't even staying Mark, around. Why don't you for, tell us about how <laughs> he wasn't even staying around for seconds? I do not have that problem. He was getting dressed on the stairs. He was like, I don't want to hang around. Maybe he didn't Goodbye. hit. It. Maybe he didn't hit it at all. Maybe he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't. Maybe, but she was naked. Performance anxiety. She was yeah. naked, brushing her hair. Well, she was trying. Maybe he okay. just, you know, she was Fair being enough. nice. She's being nice. Yeah, it happens to everybody. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett, to wrap this up, 30 seconds, give us your uh, opinion of the trailer of Halloween Remake 2. Okay, so I haven't seen Halloween, re Rob Zombie Halloween Remake 2, but in this trailer, it picks up exactly where the first one leaves off. Like, boom, blow Michael Myers' <laughs> face off. She's going, Lori's going to the hospital. She wakes up in the hospital 
like everyone's dead. I mean, it's like it's like, oh wow, this picks right up. And supposedly the movie does like pick up immediately after mm. the first one. In this Sherry Moon Zombies, like Michael Myers' mother figure is like in this white gown and like coming to him and Vision's like, you have to find your sister and bring her back. We have to be reunited. So it's like that like Stevie Nicks-esque oh, ghost Does Vision. Does she look like a stripper in this ghost no, form? No, she looks okay. like, Good. she looks like if like Stevie Nicks was like, I'm just going to hang out on Sunday and be creepy. Like that's what it <laughs> seems like. And she's all waving her arms like, you got to find her, Michael. We got to be reunited. And I was like, what is going on? Like, it was one of those things, like, after watching the trailer, I was like, I don't want to see this film. So, Are you going to see this film? I don't know, maybe. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> you know, they're, make, they're well. redoing it. They're making another Halloween later yes. this, later this year. Jamie Lee's in it. Yes, so that's exciting. I hear it's like, like a continuation yeah, it's canon supposed to reboot. Pick up right after Halloween 1 ends, like, kind of a few seconds later, essentially. So it's, it's going to be, be interesting. How is it going to be possible with Jamie Lee Curtis really? being so old? Is this zombie doing it? No, I don't think so. No, no. this is so. John Carpenter else. came back for it. I don't know if he's the director, but he's involved this okay. time. Okay, <laughs> so we're yeah. scrapping the the zombie. Yeah, uh, films. all new canon. Okay. Well, I think so. zombie stuff was always meant to stand as kind of like its, its own. Home. Like, like here's my little short retelling of right. the Halloween stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, would you like to see zombie remake any other like classic horror movies? Hmm. Hmm. I would like to see his take on one of the older, like, 30s, 40s horror films. Like a like Frankenstein? A yeah. Or like a, or that a, would be crazy. I think he would do really well with that. That'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah. So, let's get into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, when is the last time you guys watched the original? The original, like, 70s yeah, 1970s one? one? Long time say, ago. We'll say late 90s. Okay, I rewatched this one this week. And Earlier than late nineties, I'll give you that. Okay, so a little fuzzy on it. <laughs> um, but maybe it had to be years, years ago. I would say five years ago at least. Do you guys like the film? Do you remember liking it? Yes, I have a positive impression. When people say Tex Chainsaw Massacre. I thought it was all right. I'm gonna say out of all of the because I re- I rewatched every original preparing for their reboot mm-hmm. remake, mm-hmm. and I like it more than all the others. It was the earliest of all of them yeah. too. So was it really? Yeah. yeah. Before Halloween. Yeah. It was like Black Christmas. I want to say 74. Yeah. It might even be before Black Christmas. It's it's really old. Huh. And I don't know if it's because we're from Texas and it was filmed like Two down the road away. from us. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Sawyer, right? That's what the Leatherface's family's name I think is Sawyer. I think so, yeah. Um, their, their home is actually uh, a house outside of Round Rock. That's really? So cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there, but it, it was- I'm pretty uh, sure it's probably not. Uh, yeah, that's a that's an unfortunate. I, I wish it was still there because I'd love to go see it. But yeah, so it was filmed right here in this area. Um, the original film starts off with these uh, group of teenagers. They are in a van. They are going to check out a house that one of their parents owned. A guy in a wheelchair named Franklin, um, his sister, and a couple other kids. And they're just going to go check this thing out. They pull over to a gas station to get some gas and... Kind of like we've seen a lot of horror films. It's like the guy at the gas station going, don't go down that road. You maybe just want to turn around and call it a day. And they're like, ah, whatever. I got to tell you that uh, Cabin in the Woods totally ruined that for me. (laughs) Now I can only picture that guy being like, come on, speakerphone. Oh, yeah, that was a good moment. (laughs) Um, So Franklin, whose parents own this house they went out to, tells him there's a, a, a road down there that'll go to the lake. 
Uh, upon the lake, they stumble upon the Sawyer house. And for whatever reason, they decide they're just going to walk inside this house that's open. They start going, hello, hello, hello. And they start getting murdered by Leatherface. So I think maybe Leatherface had the right. Home invasion. Yeah, this, this is Texas. This is all. Texas, exactly. Once you, you cross that property. bound into somebody's house. You, you guys I mean? have really put a lot of thought into this. Well, <laughs> legally, I think he might be okay. Yeah, I was pro Leatherface <laughs> at this point. Like, dude, they just walked in. Yeah. Like, you got everything. You would hope right I'm to... on that jury. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. From his perspective, this is a home invasion movie. <laughs> Your Honor, I had to make a face mask out of their faces because they invaded my home. Yeah, that's just my right as an American. So they Why did Leatherface sound like Foghorn Leatherface? <laughs> I say, well, I well, say. Well, Your Honor, Your Honor, I had a chainsaw. Well, I am a country bumpkin, and this is what we all sound like. So, um, yeah, so the kids go missing, right? And then one by one, they decide they're going to go out and look for them. And then As they you all do. end up at the house. Um, they stumble in and reveal, oh, this is not your ordinary house. There's like chicken bones and just crazy tools strewn about. They all get captured and killed, except for one of the girls. And the, it just goes into this weird, bizarre dinner scene where she's strapped to a table screaming yeah. her head off and there's these creepy bumpkins at the end Leatherface, the older brother and this hitchhiker kid i guess who was the younger brother um where they're just sitting at the table like mocking her and screaming yeah. at her and she's got a plate of like human flesh that they're expecting her to eat and then they roll in this 90 year old grandpa put her head over a bucket and they hand the hammer to the old man and like beat her head in come <laughs> on grandpa <laughs> Grandpa's the best. It won't hurt a bit. She escapes, gets chased by Leatherface, and she um, hops into the back of a moving truck and barely gets away. And then we get uh, treated to a ballet scene of Leatherface in the street just dancing around with that chainsaw and I loved every <laughs> minute of it. She's like zooming around. Like, wow, this guy is graceful. So I really appreciate it. I like that film a lot. Um, the ending was just so weird and bizarre. I think it does hold up. Now, There's, it's not without false, faults. Uh, the first 30 minutes is shit on the handicapped guy. Um, they, Can't they, get upstairs, can and you? And that's metaphorical, by the way. Yeah, not actual shit. But, uh, it's a product they, of its time. They pull over on the side of the road to let him take a piss, and he gets spooked and pisses all over himself and falls out of his wheelchair. Um, they pick up a hitchhiker, which turns out to be one of the uh, cannibal Sawyer family members. Um, and he slices the guy in the wheelchair with a razor, and then they kick him out of the van. <laughs> and then there's an amazing scene where Franklin, and he's the guy in the wheelchair, just has a breakdown of making farty noises <laughs> in his house. And he's so angry because everybody else is having such a great time but him. He's like, <laughs> if I have any more fun, I'm going to fucking die. You know, it says something like that. Um, okay. So that's my recap. 
you guys hadn't seen it in a while, so I thought yes. I'd feel you. That was a good one, actually, because I had not seen <laughs> yeah. the original in a long time. So, is the remake, and you can cut this if I'm wrong, right? But is that where they pick up the chick from the side of the road and she kills herself? Absolutely correct. Okay. So um, the remake starts out again with these, uh, instead of going to check out their family home, they're on the way to a Skinner concert, brother. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. So they pick up All this right. girl who's kind of looked like she may be a little messed up. They're yeah. feeling bad for her. Also, the remake stars Jessica Biel. She did a good job. I'm not going to lie. I had no problem with her performance. But man, does Arlie Emery does such a good job in the remake of in being oh, the dad. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, good, He man. is the, sar- the drill sergeant from uh, Full Metal Full, Jacket. Yeah. So they pick up the uh, the hitchhiking girl, and she's clearly damaged to some degree. She's got blood between her legs, and she I think looks... injured might be the word. Yeah, clearly damaged. <laughs> well, I mean mentally. <laughs> I mean mentally, you can tell she's she fucked has a up. Real bruise on that apple. She's got a lot of baggage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You would think. You yeah, would yeah. think. She's. Did you imagine what it'd be like to date one of these girls after they went through this shit? No, no, you don't. Like if you're like, yo, Nancy, you want to? Is like, oh wow, like Nancy or Alice or any of these people. Man, that would just be. You don't date these. Yeah, these girls. It's just. I don't know. I feel like you know maybe maybe <laughs> somebody does. Maybe they're strong willed and they can get past it. Okay. I just thought about that though. That'd be kind of a tough one to breach. Yeah, they'd have some trust issues. Like that and... girl from Gremlins, like every time Christmas comes around, <laughs> you, you're just about to have to like, oh, yeah. we got to deal with this again. It's that it's time just, of year, yeah. the story, the monologue's coming. <laughs> I can feel it. Grandma, go to bed. We're going to be here a while. Um, yeah, so this, uh, this, this hitchhiker they pick up in the remake uh, pulls a pistol out between her crotch and blows her head off. That's true. Um, so that's what kicks off this one. Uh, they report the crime, and then it becomes a story of like, where's the sheriff? They get directed to go to the actual Sawyer home. Yep. And then we get some of the gruesome murders of being hung up on meat hooks. Oh, my God, man. Which, when Jessica Bill was trying to get that guy off the meat hook, I just want to be like, stop. Uh, You're just making it worse. You keep picking him up and dropping him. Back, oh, yeah. to, the, back to the whole things in your back. I yeah. just was like, <laughs> no, I cannot deal with this. It's just like, man, just just kill me because you are not helping in any way. Oh, like. I know. It's it's the worst watching like people, and I'm not going to say girls or dudes, but just you know people in general like so ill prepared for something they're trying to do, and you're just like, oh, please stop. Just there's <laughs> yeah. go to Plan B, whatever Plan B is. Just stop with Plan A and go right to Plan B. And but then at the same time, it's like that survival instinct. You know, you right. want to do something to help. But That's it's like, true. Oh. But some of these people in the horror films, they drop the survival instinct and they like got to save the other person, which puts them deeper into peril. Yeah, I've had this conversation with Kat. I was like, babe, if we're ever in this situation and I save you, just run away. Don't come back. And then I died for nothing. Right? Like, I, right, I died both. to save you. And you just turned around and come back in. I'd be like a real pissed off ghost. I will be so upset. I think the correct <laughs> path of action is to leave. Run away from danger and call the authorities. Yes. And then cross your fingers. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know that I'd wait for them to come back, like the authorities to come. I would just continue trekking and be like, you know what? Here's my information. See you later. I'm 20 miles away. Yeah. Hanging I'm not, out at the Burger King. You, you fill me in if you make it or just not. Wait, yeah, I'm not just waiting around. Like, well, I feel like a real asshole now because I'm all like, I want that person to sit with me. If I'm going to die, I want them to die with me. No. So I'll say no. 
I mean, you That's know. That's very selfish of you. It's not selfish. We're both dying. We're just, it's like, if you it's die. like Titanic, bro. You know? <laughs> There's room on that plank. I know. That's Pull what yourself I'm up, Leo. I feel like I feel like uh like Leo should have just held on to her hand and it's like, I'm going down. You're coming and you're with coming me. with me. <laughs> so throughout the remake, finally the the uh, officer shows up. Turns out to be, you said his name was... Arlie Emery. Yep. Right. And yeah, he, he is, is such just, a good actor. He's chewing up those scenes, man. He's so yeah. good as that bumpkin cop. Yeah. Um, you love that word bumpkin. It's bumpkin. <laughs> he, he comes out to take the report of the suicide uh, that happened in the van. He's being a little gross about it. He's like, what you boys been doing with this dead body? Yeah. She's still wet between the legs. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, this town's got issues. But you don't know yet. That the cop is actually the brother of Leatherface. Right. So uh, he leaves and is then... Is he the brother? I thought he was dad. I thought he was a dad too. Well, okay. see, this wasn't made clear to me because the old lady at the gas station who directs him to Leatherface's yeah. house, he calls her mom. Okay. So you want to tell me that the cop is the father of Leatherface making him... Well, to use your this favorite great words... Uh, they are bumpkins, right? Could be brother, dad. Who knows? To be fair, also, like, yeah. I don't know if you ever, like, see this, but, like, in the South and stuff like that, like, my grandmother's husband would call her mother. You know, like, hey, mother, let's go down to the lake and blah, blah, You know, like, they just... Like Meemaw. Yeah, kind of like, like, you know, that. like... Yeah, like, Robert Pence does that. Or, no, Robert, is that his name? Whatever the fuck our vice president name. Mike, I don't even know. Mike <laughs> Pence is... Uh, he, he calls he No, he calls his wife mother. Yeah, Gross. like once they have kids, yeah. like that's the yeah. thing that okay. happens. I've seen that happen. So maybe that's what it kind of hey, was. Hey, mother, go put the kids to bed. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. Right? maybe that's what you're experiencing. Okay. That's the only way I want to believe it at this point. <laughs> yeah, otherwise there's no telling. Um, so Emery shows up again and he notices a joint in the ashtray. And then his whole character turns into these are shitty kids. So he's now believing that they're the murderers of the girl in the back of the van. He throws one of the kids in the back and he's like, Show me exactly how it happened. He's making him put the gun in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's just painstakingly having to recreate how she blew her head off. And then in... At this point, the kids are all hysterical, too. Right, just freaking out. So instead of pulling the trigger on himself, he points the gun at at, at the cop. What the hell are you doing? What are you going to do? Shoot me! Morgan, please, please. Just please put the gun down, okay? Please don't do it. Oh my God, Morgan! You lying fuck! You could kill me right now. Get out of here, Scott Free, couldn't you? Morgan, please. Damn. He shoots me. You're a accomplice to murder. Morgan, please. You too. Please, come Just on. Just as guilty as him. Morgan! Yeah! Fucking shoot him! You put the gun down, Morgan. Shoot him! Don't fucking do it, please. You don't have the fucking balls, do you? Don't shoot him, Trigger. Fuck you. Well, well, well. Looky here. Oh my God, Morgan. We got ourselves a killer. To be fair, when a cop has you sit in the back and like simulate a suicide with a like gun that you think is loaded, yeah, all rules are off the table. Yeah, I can't say that I'm I would have done something he, different. Yeah, so. he, he probably made the right decision. Something the remake does that the original didn't do is they introduced a trailer park family of this overweight woman and kind of a mousy, scary-looking girl. Mm-hmm. They uh, actually kidnapped the sibling infant of the girl who committed suicide, and they were going to make that daughter, that child, their own. Right. <laughs> 
So, um, just to wrap up, uh, we get an extended chase scene with Leatherface and Jessica Biel um, after all the other ones are presumed dead. Um, she hides in the meatpacking plant um, and manages to chop off Leatherface's arm. In the process, she goes and gets the baby out and then runs over Arlie and kills him on the way out. And that's how the film ends. Wow, I don't remember any of this shit. I don't yeah. remember that last bit. That's true. I that remember I remember like the baby. I remember like that being a thing, but I didn't remember like how it was. But it's hard because the remake and then I think there was like Leatherface the beginning or whatever. There was like some prequel movie that came out not too long afterwards. They get blurred in my head. It also had Arlie Emery in it. So let me get this straight. So she escapes Leatherface, who's not dead, right? Chopped off his arm. Chopped off his could arm. Could be dead. She doesn't okay. know, right? She could be. Could, okay. could to be fair, out. you chop off an arm, you, you're, yeah. you're likely going to bleed out. And he does show up for the truck scene that kind of happened in the original. Only they added two, where she goes back and rescues the baby and kills. So the cop. she gets away. Oh, okay. So she hops into the semi truck. They start to leave. She realizes they're on their way back to the crazy town. Okay, that's and she the starts part I was... flipping her shit onto the semi truck guy. Uh, and then who may or may not be right. associated with his family, but he, she pull, want to go he pulls up to the gas station owned by the family, the mm-hmm. Sawyers. They're mm-hmm. all in there, and the, the driver's like, um, This crazy bitch <laughs> is flipping out on me. And then Arlie's like, Oh, I think I know who it is. During this whole process, she s- steals the baby, hops in the cop car, and then kills Arlie on the way out. And she they make a point of her hitting him, reversing over him, and then hitting him again and leaving town. I do remember that. To be fair, that's that's smart. I remember thinking, all right, finally, a smart move. Yeah, and that's how the film ends. Okay, so that's how the film ends then. She gets away. I was a huge fan of this remake. I really was. It could be because I saw it first. I don't know, before I saw the original, Mm -hmm. but... um, I remember it being... I really liked it. Like I mentioned at the very beginning of these, these episodes, is that... If it holds true to the feel of the original movie, that's one thing about Friday the Thirteenth that it didn't have. It didn't have the creepy, fun true. aspect that Freddy kind of harnessed. And like, uh, while I do prefer the prefer the more gritty, realistic Freddy, um, it didn't have the same feel as Nightmare on Elm Street. <clears throat> I think I may have said Friday the Thirteenth, but Nightmare on Elm Street. It didn't yeah. have the original feel of the old style. The Friday the Thirteenth reboot had that same feel, and even more so because Jason was so good in that. The Halloween um, veered a little bit at the beginning because we got so much backstory. Yeah. But the overall film had the very same feel of the original Halloween. Texas Chainsaw so much more gruesome than the original Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing I mentioned to, yeah. to to Vanessa. I was like, I was like, yo, they're just showing everything. The original yeah. Halloween sure had what maybe five murders, if that. I mean, it was maybe, a lot more stalking. Do you think it was a symptom of the editing or you know the censors? Like I you were talking about earlier. I don't Carpenter's think so. always think been a big fan just, of kind of what you don't see is yeah. what your mind gets to. Okay. It was also super low budget, so they probably didn't have it. Because the original of money. Texas Chainsaw was a victim of some of the, the censors. They got an X rated. Really? And they had to cut some of oh, it see, to I didn't get an know R that. rating. Yeah. But I was about to say about the, the, the Texas reboot is that that one also had the, the perfect encompassing feel of what the original had. Yeah. So it felt like a natural, like, okay, this is the same thing, but just... And I think they fleshed it out a little bit where in the original you had the three crazy Sawyer family members, mm-hmm. and then later you realized that what you thought was a corpse in the attic was an actually a live grandpa. Um, then... Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh Yeah, they cut, they cut the girl's finger 
So, because at this point, Grandpa can only drink blood. And they Naturally, stick, that's what happens when they you're stick about to her die, bleeding so. finger into this zombie-looking grandpa, where he's just sucking the blood out of her finger, and yeah. it's pretty. It's a pretty, it's pretty normal gnarly. medical thing, Mark. Oh. Is, this why, is this why Republicans want to cut Medicaid and Medicare? Yeah. Like, just, stop them before just, they want blood. The youth wants to keep from... the fingers clean. <laughs> <laughs> just need young people's blood, man. That's just how it is. So you're right, uh, and I think they add to where they, you know, they add in the trailer park women, and they add in the the family who was uh, apparently butchered and. They steal the baby and they're turning it into the next Sawyer family member or something like that. I got the I got the feel from both of those movies that like that lineage needed to be like they had to go outside their own to kind right. of keep the family going. Yeah. So the baby thing in the remake was I was like I was like, Oh, okay. That's kind of creepy and cool. That makes a lot of sense. But I had a real issue with like, I'm gonna go get that baby. It was like just I'm sorry, this is gonna sound callous. Leave the baby. Yeah, and that goes to what we were just talking <laughs> yeah. about. Get out of there, call the cops, I then they will come get the yeah, baby. The baby's right. innocent. I'm really sorry that like I have to say that, but it seems like me getting killed is going to do this baby zero good. But that does give us a story point where you get to see her kill, you know, the the sheriff of who's course, been Of course. Well, that movie did a really good job of like you thought you were out and you were back in. You thought you were out and you were back in. Like every mm-hmm. time you thought you got yeah. away, you like you were not and she out. she was not uh, the helpless victim. I mean, oh, no, chopping off leather's face. No, that yeah, that's why I thought she did a good job. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with. That's a good yeah. point. And that remake, she was just a hard. I mean, except yeah. for the fact that's she didn't complete, lift her dude off the meat hook. I think but, that's a delineation hmm. from the original because she was just screaming oh, up a storm was just and freaking a victimless out. Victimless right? running yeah. for the life, and this one, yeah. she's just like oh, she took no, some agency, you know, which I liked. One of the other things that didn't carry over to the remake, or at least not for me, was that the original really played up this feeling of these guys are cannibals. They just fed them people sausage at the gas station. Mm. Now in the remake, you go in, they go into the gas station. It's like all these rotting pig heads and like all this other meat that doesn't really kind of look like human. So I think yeah. they might've dropped that from the remake. And that's yeah. one of the things I would have liked the scene brought over because that's kind of what makes the, See, I don't remember the that. whole was it, family. Was it hinted at or was it just kind of omitted? In the originals? In the, the remake. I don't even think it was in there. Okay. Like, I think they okay. just omitted it entirely. Hmm. Unless I missed it. But see, as you describe this, it it becomes even more obvious that Resident Evil Seven was just oh. basically Japanese like Texas Chainsaw Massacre retold. Yeah. It's like <laughs> And also House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, so House of a Thousand Corpses was definitely like zombies kind yeah. of like homage to a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, real quick, as a side note, did you guys notice in uh the Rob Zombie Halloween and the graveyard? I don't know if this is a happy accident, but all the names on the tombstones were characters from Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. No. It was like Otis and Carla and oh, like that had to be the, intentional. All yeah. the names were like characters from the those movies. And I, I was like I was like, yo, check that out. And she's like what? And I was like, no, those are all characters from his previous movies. And she's like, oh, that's that had, cool. Yeah, that had to that be had intentional. That had to have been intentional. It's clear that the Massacre movies had a big oh, influence on yes. Rob Zombie. And I think they always have. I think he just yeah. really kind of... But yeah, Devil's Rejects was great. House of a Thousand Corpses was a little bit... Um, oh, we can talk about those later. But that movie like had some different... show. Yeah, it had some moments where it was just like, yeah. like, here's a checklist of things that I find creepy. Let's put them all in. And Devil's Rejects was definitely like, here's a, a vibe I'm going Yeah, for. I like Devil's Rejects more than House of a Thousand Corpses. But definitely Chainsaw, like, influenced Influence, that. big time. But yeah, no, like Resident Evil 7 is straight up, like, now that, like, you describe it, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're actually eating people at the table. There's that table scene. Right. There's the old person. And I'm not going to say anything about, like, the ending of that because I don't want to spoil it. Although, if you haven't played it by now, play it. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 is a good game. Um, also lost in the remake is we didn't have Franklin in the wheelchair. So 
Do you it's, think that was a, a social choice? Or they were like, eh, let's uh, let's take that. Or do you think that was more of a logistical choice? I, I think they were probably like, this doesn't add anything to the story we're yeah. trying to tell. So we're just going to go ahead and yank it out. Hmm. Um, uh, rewatched Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 with Dennis one. Hopper. Well, let's save that for the franchise. We're going stuff. to, but I just okay. wanted to mention that Franklin makes a, a, a reappearance in that film. Really? As a skeleton in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, does the skeleton move at all? No. This is a skeleton? Uh, Dennis Hopper is a family member of the Franklins, and um, whatever Franklin's okay, okay, last okay. name is. And he sees him, he's like, Franklin, it's you, you know? Like, okay. So they, <laughs> Hopper makes a call out. So we just talked about four remakes. If you had to rank them all, uh, it sounds like you guys have not seen... Texas Chainsaw in a while, but John, it sounds like you're putting that on top still. Yes, uh, that would be my favorite remake. Um, then Halloween, then Freddy, and then Friday. Okay, I'm almost with you there, but I would flip-flop Freddy and Friday. I think Friday was a better film than The Nightmare. Well, I love remake. Chris Tucker and Ice Cube, so I'm going to put that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, oh wow, that's kind of a tough one, because I, um, you know, I really liked... I really like the guy who played Jason in Friday the 13th. Like that was a huge thing for me. Like he just encompassed like such a like scary villain. So I want to put that at the top, but the Rob Zombie Halloween remake other than shaky cam at times was by far the much better film. So I would say it would be Halloween for me followed by a Friday the 13th remake just cause it, that movie had a lot more there. And then Texas chainsaw and then nightmare on Elm street because that Nightmare on Elm Street remake, while there were some really interesting, cool things in it, it was just not great. Like, I would say I would recommend all of them but that film if people were wanting to go see any of these. Hmm. I'd say skip the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, you're not... See, my old roommate really liked it. My really? old roommate really dug it. That's why I was like, when you first talked about these these remakes, reboot type things, I was like, ooh, we should really, you know, do Nightmare on Elm Street because I kind of wanted to see it. And I'm 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 gonna go talk to him like later on and ask him like what exactly was it that you liked about Maybe that? Maybe ask him when the last time he saw it was. Too. That's a great. Maybe he thing. saw it in the theater. Who knows? Would you recommend or not recommend any of the ones we saw? Mm, no, I think I'd recommend them all. To be honest, I think they're all fun, okay movies. Um, I like I like them. You know, I know remakes just get a ton, a ton of hate, but to be honest, I actually think. You know, the Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween are two just really good films. I really do. I mean, I would watch those multiple times. The other two aren't like the best films in the world, but I like them. They're all right. Okay, so here's a question. What uh, what remakes do you like more than their original counterparts? Whoa. Hmm. I, honestly? Nightmare, I'm not. Okay, so let's, let's, take, let's, take, let's take them one by one. Nightmare on Elm Street. I like no the original way. better. Yeah. Okay. Hands down. And as much as I'm not a big fan of Jokey Freddy and stuff like that, the first one did have a better feel. Yeah. He wasn't what, that jokey in the first one. He either. wasn't super jokey, no. but he had like, you know, some little one liners. I'm not mm. a huge like fan of like. They pulled his skin off and it was the skull. Yeah. I was like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There was some stuff that was kind of like, you know, like, eh. But um, yeah, I would say the original, definitely on that one. Um, Friday the 13th. Um. The thing is with that one is I think you got to encompass the first three to four films. And I think the first one is hands down boring. Original. Let's say first three. Let's say first three. Let's not do okay. four films because that's a huge commitment. I think uh, uh, I watched Friday the 13th Part 2 also yesterday. That was a good one. That one's a good film. Yeah. So it's tough. You know, if I we're would, going original. If you're doing three, I would say watch the first three over. Because the first three are honestly 
okay. It's after that where they start four, five, six, seven, where it starts to really get wonky. Yeah. So I guess if we're judging all three, then I would say watch the original three. Um, they're a little better than the remake. But if it's just going off the first one, the remake is much better. Yeah. Than I the original agree with Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. I, I think the problem is though is like, you know, if we do all three, that's such a commitment. You know, watch you know, as opposed to watching like one movie that encompasses like all the yeah. best of the first three movies. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's got. I, I would say I I recommend the. I would say for someone who's never seen any of them, I would recommend the remake first, just because I feel like that Jason is such an impactful image. Like you'll get what Friday the Thirteenth was meant to kind of be as a whole from that one movie, as opposed to having know. to sit through the first one because. If you make anyone sit to that first Friday the Thirteenth movie, <laughs> they'd be out. It's They're like, off dude, the franchise. what are right. you doing to me? Like, even if you're like, no, no, trust me, Jason shows up, and then you get get Jason with a hockey mask till three. Yeah, if so I had you a... still got bag Jason, which people are like, wait, this isn't the Jason I know. I mean, so I feel like so if I had to pick one at one that defined the franchise, it wouldn't be the remake though. It'd probably be three for. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely. Yeah. I would say three is the most iconic of like. I think this yeah. is more of like if someone came up to you and be like, "Should I watch the remake or go back to the original?" This kind of. I would say remake. I would probably say remake. I'd say remake. I don't want to but because I then would. you have to explain why they have yeah. to watch three movies instead of and one. Hopefully, I would probably just say just skip to number three. That's what you want to see anyway. I promise you, don't yeah. even bother with the other five. You don't need to be any backstory, really. All right, now okay. Texas. Texas. Oh man. I'm going to probably say I'm going to stick with the original on this. It's really? a tough decision because I thought that remake was really good. But because of what the Chainsaw represented for the franchise and then just the creepy scene at the end, like the dinner scene and the whole cannibal side of it, I wanted that in the remake and I didn't get the cannibal part. Okay. Okay. I would say remake yeah. for that one just because I feel like it encompasses everything that was like creepy in the first one. Minus a few things, mm. but I feel like the character's much more enjoyable. Like Jessica Biel is, I, I enjoy watching her do what she has to do more than I enjoyed watching <laughs> someone just scream for an hour yeah. and a half. That's I enjoy fair. watching Jessica Biel. Jessica as well. Biel is a better, a better <laughs> female lead than the original. I'll give you that, but it doesn't have Franklin in the wheelchair. Sure. It really hung up on. Fr- I got to tell you, I haven't seen the original in so long. It's hard to have a. a educated opinion but i like the remake i think i even own it so i'd probably guess the remake by all means watch the remake but i think you should definitely watch the original too if you're trying to decide and last Um, but not least halloween Halloween. this one's so hard they almost feel like they're two different movies the first halloween is just it's almost borderline a slasher it's almost more of a stalker film so and then you know the remake is just this violent kind of orgy of blood everywhere. Whew. Probably the original though. Hmm. I feel like Carpenter has a such a such a unique way of making film, and like it's so iconically creepy the yeah. way Carpenter did it's it. So beautiful too, man. It's a real pretty movie. I feel I, I feel like Michael Myers is less impending, like less like you know, like oh man, that's Doom yeah. Devil incarnate, you know, type thing in the original. And more just kind of like, dude, watch out. He's there. He's in your house. Yeah, he's you much know? more of a guy until the very end where he gets shot a bunch and walks it off. But yeah. up until then, he seems much more of just a guy. That's a real That's a real toss-up. I would, in this case, if I had to pick one, I would say the original as well. But I would make a strong argument to watch both. Yes, I would agree with that. I think if you're a Fairweather horror fan, go with the remake. 
if you actually like yeah, amongst their own bows, if you're a fair weather, you're not a <laughs> real don't horse. Don't this fucking podcast. Get out of here. If if like I'm saying, if you're not interested in really getting into the 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 more classic horror, then I think you're gonna enjoy the the remake more. That's fair. You know what I mean? Because I mean, the original is so slow. There just feels like minutes yeah. where nothing is happening. But the but the original is very important to the genre of the yeah. slasher horse. You know, I so. can't impart on. The people listening, if you haven't seen them, I gotta give Zombie like insane credit for the 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 Loomis interviews and the like watching yeah. Loomis like once they get to the asylum, like that whole interaction between him and like the way he shot that, the way it plays out, like I honestly wish that had been in the original. John like, Carpenter filmed some of those scenes when it, they were showing it on TV in 1981 because they cut so much, they had to like add some filler scenes. And so he went back and filmed some new scenes of him escaping the asylum and him doing the interviews, but uh, he was not a fan of them. Mm. Basically, he said he's doing it against his better judgment. He would rather leave it. We've gone this entire episode without mentioning that the original Loomis is Donald Pleasance. Oh, yeah. I actually think uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell did a better job. Uh, Mm. I feel like... Different approaches. I feel like different different approaches yeah. for fair sure. Enough, fair enough. Uh, Donald Pleasance had that whole like panic, like when he like mentioned Michael Myers in the first one. It was like, "You shut the fuck up and listen to me. If you don't do something <laughs> now, we are boned, bro. Straight sure. up boned." And then like, uh, Medall's Loomis was much more like, "No, dude, you're not listening to me. Yeah, this is going to be bad. This is I going think... to be very." Bad. And then like, but Pleasance was just like his delivery of his lines. Yes, is just like you don't understand. This guy is a thing. He's not yeah. a person. Yeah. I think because they just, he just sort of shows up in the original where we don't get to see those interviews. Maybe I just was able to associate more with McDowell because we had all that interview time and he just sure. seemed like he would know more than he's talking about, right? We just hear like, oh yeah, in the original, he's like, yeah, I've been dealing with this guy he's for He's like, I tried years. and failed. Yeah. Like, well, but you, you don't, don't get to see, see any of that. What's the thing is like Pleasance's Loomis is more like, panic like scared panic and mcdowell's loomis is much more like like you're calling an expert to help you get rid of yeah like, we got a, a job problem. to do it's like no 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 listen to me blank equals blank equals blank this is a, this is why it's an issue and pleasance's loomis is like blank equals blank get the fuck out there like <laughs> you you do not understand like and i think both had their their place and honestly i don't know if mcdowell's loomis would work in the original because no, you, we didn't know him enough about uh, Michael Myers. Like, I loved Pleasance's, like, scared, like, Fair. dude, you guys do not understand this thing. Right. And that's what made him so creepy. But I feel like it, since we do understand him in the, the zombie remake, I feel like the whole, like, you don't understand it. We're like, well, actually, we kind of do. You yeah, know, like, as exactly. the audience, we kind of do understand what's going on here. So I think different different approaches. But, man, I would love to see. I would love to see those two guys team up. In a new Loomis and Loomis Cop coming to TBS. Loomis and Loomis. <laughs> yes, that would be the Ghost Hunters. The Office of Loomis <laughs> yeah. and Loomis. It is interesting watching these movies back to back to see how different movie pacing has become in the last 40 years. Oh, yeah. It is crazy. Just the, I don't know, movies used to be able to Slow breathe, pace, I guess. Yeah. Um, really trying to build it up, I guess. It, to it a looks degree. like not every scene, it feels like, is needs to move the plot forward. They just have scenes in there to just have them. You know, like that long walk back from school 
uh, in the original Halloween where they're just all chirping away about whatever they're talking about. In a modern movie, well, they kind <laughs> of chirping they, away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you didn't wait for me. Yeah, like, yeah, we did. We stood around for right. fifteen. In a minutes. modern movie, they would cut that down to like the Which thirty. They did. Right, the, the in the remake, it was just like they're walking home before you boom, see boom, him. Boom. You know, one thing I did find kind of like I, I don't know if it was a conscious choice, but I really was upset that was not in. Um, uh, the zombie remake is Rob Zombie has a song called "I'm Your Boogeyman." He's it's a remake of the the old funk song, mm-hmm. um, but at the beginning it's like he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you from the original Halloween talking about the yeah. boogeyman. And I was like, where are these kids that's gonna say that line? Because I want that in this movie, and that never happened. I was like, oh, dude, you literally sampled this like amazing <laughs> moment. And it's not even in your remake. No, they talked about the boogeyman in the remake. Maybe not that they exact did, line. But they didn't yeah. have the like the kids like taunting the little kid. Oh was, yeah, yeah. They like, did cut He's that gonna out. get you. He's gonna get you. And I was like, where is this? It's gotta happen. And it never yeah, happened. Another yeah. scene that really didn't do much for the plot, but it was just there. It was those kids. Yeah, bullying that one. Bullies were a big thing in seventies and eighties movies. Bullies man. are a big thing still, man. I mean, are they, kids I are fucking bastards. Let's no, be I honest, hear that, but, but they're not oh, yeah. on film as much as they used did to. Did the be. movie ever the remake the zombie one did it ever reveal that mike got caught for murdering that poor boy with a stick no never no they never mentioned they just beat the shit out of that kid and then like that was it that actor that kid who like i was like at first like oh god i say a poor kid kid, but he was an asshole kids can't kids can't act for shit but when he was like begging for his life i was like this kid is going to be a great character actor because yeah. man, he yeah, he went on to do other stuff. Fear. I can't remember off the top of my head, but that he caked has blood on his face. Dude. Yeah, and I'll give I'll give Zombie credit when he gets hit and his eye is like bloody and like yeah. just the like the the tint of it, mm-hmm. like you know, like it like the blood vessels popped, and I was like. Okay, whoever is working on the visuals of this knows what it looks like to see what a fucking ass whooping looks like. It was like, it's rough. And I mean, I kind of appreciate some of that. Like, I don't appreciate the Eli Roth. We've talked about this before. I don't appreciate the, like, torture porn stuff. But, like, when something's supposed to be brutal and it looks brutal, it's like, wow. So... Yeah. yeah. Now so I it, watch it again. That's how I think I know it's a good movie. I would watch it again in a couple of days, probably. Yeah. And be like, so you know, we recommend fine. both Halloweens for different reasons. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So we got some incoming remakes just to wrap this episode up. We've got uh, Friday the 13th remake um, rumored to be starting production in 2020. Uh, that is the 40th anniversary of the original. 40th anniversary. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I can believe that. Uh, because of the success of it, a lot of these horror franchises are being looked at again. Because of it. Yeah, because Stephen King's It right. made buku money. But it was a good movie. Maybe they should look at that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe pull some of that. Too. Yeah. Um, rumors, maybe Nightmare on Elm Street is going to uh, schedule for development, but this will be after the Conjuring uh, series kind of wraps up its next few movies because they want the director of Conjuring um, to direct this uh, Nightmare reboot. Right. Um, we've got The Blob. Starring Samuel Jackson to look forward to. Get out. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I don't know any details, but Sam Jackson is slated to Wasn't be in a Wasn't the blob, blob already remade in the 80s? I think it was. Yes, yes it was. Okay. Definitely. It was. It was It was a color version. All right. So every 30 years, we get a new Blob movie. Yeah. Great. That's about all, I think, every 30 <laughs> years. Uh, Firestarter, a Stephen King book. And, Wait, the... Uh, starring Drew Barrymore. Again? We're going to do that one again. That's going to come from Bloomhouse. Is who's Bloomhouse? That's the studio uh, house that's responsible for Paranormal Activity oh, and Insidious. Oh, all, all right. those guys. Insidious think, wasn't bad. Paranormal Activity, yeah. you know how I feel about. Um, we've got in 2018. We've got the Predator reboot coming out. 
Is that a horror movie though, or is that kind of like an action it's monster like a movie? Sci-fi horror. Okay, all right. Yeah, I guess if people mm-hmm. count aliens as horror, then Predator. I, would be I'm, horror. I've got okay, a, all right. I've well, got hopes for that one because that one's being made by one of the guys that was in the original and the dude who did Iron Man three. Um, Nosferatu. Really? Oh, is yeah. that the part of the Universal bullshit I that think they're so. doing? And then I'm there's sure. talks about a Wolfman remake also. Yeah. Didn't they just do the Del Benicio Toro? Del Toro. Well, that's the thing is when they, they mentioned that they were going to do the the Universal monsters as like a. a a large art, like kind yeah. of you know universe. I was like, this could work. Right. But the thing is, every movie seems to be handled as if it was like it's its own planned movie, and they're like, oh, now how do we how do we sew these together? That's the real DC quick? problem, man. They're trying to just stitch them at the end. Like Marvel had a plan. Well, DC's you know? got bigger problems than just that. But no, yeah, I mean, like, like uh, the Mummy didn't seem to match the. They could the have Wolf done Man like movie. a whole League of Extraordinary Gentlemen kind of approach, yeah. or yeah. Um, like a Hellboy kind of approach. Well, I thought Shape of Water nothing. was going to be. The creature from the Black Lagoon remake. Oh, like when I first cool. saw the Shape of Water yeah. trailer, I was like, "Don't!" I was like, "I was like, you know." I'm looking forward to that one. I was like, "My dude's doing Black Lagoon. That's cool." But you know, yeah. So, any other thoughts on the remakes before we wrap it up? I'm really okay. Do you guys think that making remakes of movies and reboots is a good thing? Um. Yes. On the whole, I. I mean, there's shit that comes out of it but then every once in a while you'll get your halloweens or your things or you know they make it worth it you know and i think some people think like oh man why aren't they making all of these new ideas that could be out there but some of these remakes i feel like are so different that a lot of creativity obviously went in on into them and it's not necessarily that every good idea is or new idea is going to be good on the face of it i mean there's a lot of really shitty horror movies being made all the time so yes that's true yeah, it's it's a tough question to answer because some people hold these movies to such high regard in just a deep fandom that they don't want anything altered they don't want any change but sometimes you know they peter out and the only way you're going to get any more material in that universe is doing a reboot or remake. Right. As a studio, ultimately, at the end of the day, has to make money. Yeah, and it is better to me to have a reboot than to see, you know, Friday the 13th, part 27. It's like, all right, you know, you're really running on What do we speed, do with Jason know? in movie 27? Yeah. Will you also we get shrink this? him down and we put him in a human body. <laughs> I'm into this movie. Um, <laughs> we, we also get into the whole, like, question of um, when they do remake these movies... People, like, a lot of fans just, and it happens in comic movies too, is, like, people just want a shot-for-shot remake of the same thing that they love. Yeah. And, and that's it's not like, what I'm looking for in a and remake. And that's the thing is, that's, that's it's a real mixed bag on what people want. Like, some people want, like, just a, like, don't mess with it. The original was perfect, but just give me updated visuals. And then some people, like, I've already seen that a million times. What's your fresh take on it? And... That's a great question. That's a great, almost like philosophical question yeah. of each person has to answer for It's going to be themselves. up to the listener's discretion. If so, it works or not for fight them. amongst yourselves. that's going to wrap up our two-part remake episodes if you have any questions comments or topics for us to discuss you can email us at gravetalkpodcast at icloud.com or hit us up on our twitter page at the grave talk you can also find our podcast on itunes stitcher TuneIn, and google play until next time keep yourself above ground otherwise you may be dead and the dead can't listen